Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Today I want to talk about anxiety. Yay! (laughs) Anxiety is a horrible thing, and I know it's something that we deal with as a society more and more, I think, for a lot of reasons. Um, A lot of people are isolated. I think our social skills are decreasing as our screen time increases. This is not a new statement. We've known this. Um, A lot of us are isolated because a lot of people are working all the time. People haven't invested in their social life or in their community. And so we get more and more isolated, which makes us have more and more anxiety with going out. It's terrible. So anyway, I think that anxiety is on the rise. And then there's all this crazy medication. So I just want to talk about what I do to avoid anxiety. I'm not on any kind of medicine. Um, I'm not opposed to medicine. I'm just saying I try to avoid it as much as I can. I'm very sensitive chemically whenever I um, take anything. So uh, that's something that I definitely try to stay away from. So uh, I've had to learn coping skills without um, medication. So a couple things that I do to avoid anxiety, I get prepared. I try to uh, leave earlier for my appointment. I'd say I, I budget at least 15 extra minutes in unless I have a crazy traffic situation. Like when I'm in a different town, like if I'm in California or somewhere and I'm driving on different highways, I always try to leave way earlier and then locate somewhere, like hang near my appointment. And I'll even do like a drive by to my appointment, go, okay, that's where it is. That's where I park. Great. And then I go and sit somewhere else until my appointment. If it's weird that I'm there early, you know, (laughs) because sometimes it is. You're like, hi, I've been here for 45 minutes. (laughs) But um, also just in general, I try to factor in just that little extra bumper of time that just makes me feel honestly so much more at ease. And it's really for me more than anybody else. And it's just such a simple little thing that I started doing young. And I'm so thankful for that little trick because I'm like, well, maybe I'll get a coffee. Maybe I'll get to read a book or write write down stuff in my life book, which is like a, a journal that just helps me to feel a little bit more like I have my head wrapped around my feelings and my life just makes me feel better right before having a meeting. Another thing I try to avoid is caffeine. I love caffeine. Caffeine is my fave. But when I'm in an anxious situation, caffeine is my enemy because it revs my heart up and it makes me feel a lot more nervous. And I do public speaking and a lot of times right before I'm going to speak publicly, I'm really careful about caffeine, even if it's early in the morning, depending on my level of uh, peace about the situation. So sometimes I feel totally fine with having caffeine and it doesn't affect me. But if I'm already feeling jittery or a little bit apprehensive or anxious, then forget about it. That is going to speed my heart up. And I'm like, I feel like Kramer walking in the room from Seinfeld. You know, it's like the we're trying to do everything we can to avoid that feeling, not increase it. So um, those are a couple really simple, practical things I do to avoid it. And then I do some pretty consistent maintenance with coping skills with constant exercise getting my heart rate up where um, I have an endorphin rush. So I'm like working out to the point where even if my body wasn't changing, which it it does change from my exercise, but it's like 
an emotional thing. Like I, I work out for my mind and for my emotions. It just helps me consistently to um, have that in my constant um, routine. And when I don't have that, I can really tell. My chemicals get backed up. I act weirder. I'm just not as on top of it. I'm not as sharp. When I don't exercise, I just don't feel the same. So it's one of those things that just helps me. So um, that's one thing. Also, I try to keep up with my appearance as much as possible. It's just something that makes me feel better. My dad always says to dress up a little bit nicer than the occasion requires. And, you know, I was talking to my brother-in-law last night and he was saying how, you know, when you dress up, it's like a statement about how you feel about yourself. And I thought, man, that's really a good point because when I'm feeling crazy, you know, I want to go in sweatpants or my robe, you know, not always when I'm like deeply like struggling. That's not like it's always that. Sometimes you just want to be cozy. But I just mean when you are really feeling confident, it you know, it just does help. It helps to to work on that little area of life. And I talk about that some, but it's it's just an important thing. And it's it's amazing how many things like little things I do uh, to keep up with myself that I really don't know which thing is working because it's like I'm on juice plus I'm drinking a ton of water. I'm exercising. I'm constantly communicating with people. I'm resolving my conflicts quickly. I'm eating healthy. I uh, am trying to get enough sleep. It's like I'm doing all these coping skills all the time that if, you know, they're always little tiny things. Like I read a book called The Slide Edge that I love that talks about just setting yourself up to succeed and win and how the difference between people that succeed in the long run uh, and people that don't are really tiny decisions that they make over the course of a, a long period of time and how you can't really feel it if you do them or you can't really feel it if you don't like it's not a dramatic change but it's like over the course of time you have a healthy heart because you've been consistently walking and exercising for years and so it's just kind of an interesting approach where it's like doing whatever you can uh, on a consistent level to be better. And it's like, we got to take care of ourselves. That's something that I've really um, seen is that we are not born with an instruction manual. And I don't know how our parents, you know, figured out how to raise us. We have these amazing human instincts that kick in that are incredible. You can see them even in animals that they have instincts to take care of, of their young. And it's an incredible thing to watch. And there's no, you know, requirement for you to be a parent. You just do one thing and then you're a parent. It's crazy. And so I think that that's a fascinating part of life. And so you then you grow up and there's still no instruction manual on how to take care of yourself. And we just have to figure it out. We have to constantly learn how to nurture ourselves, how to tend to ourselves, what we need. And a lot of times we get in this survival state where it's literally just like, I just have to get through the day. And we are called to thrive, not survive. I believe that. I feel like whatever it takes for us to get ahead uh, in our, our lives, it's really important with our finances, with our health, with our relationships, with our career, with our goals, our dreams, our decisions, our contribution to the world. The only way that that advancement starts is by evaluating. And so coming to that point where it's like, am I where I want to be? Am I who I want to become? No, 
because hopefully we're always there's not ne- there's never a finish line. It's always moving and we never arrive and land like you're welcome world. I'm here. <laughs> I'm done. I've arrived at what I want to be. And so um, instead, it's like we're always working to be better, to achieve. How can I be a better leader? How can I be a better friend? How can I be a better sister? How could I um, be, be more effective? And it's just something that I feel like is a very overwhelming thing. But you just have to take it day by day like everything else. What can I do today to be better? What can I do today to avoid anxiety? What can I do today to contribute more to the meeting? What can I do today to bring my best self forward? And I think that's really important. I feel like that whole like sharpening the the axe or whatever concept that it's more important to spend time sharpening yourself and to be more effective than it is to just keep trying to saw down the tree or whatever. Was it a saw or an ax? I don't know. I've heard both. And that story sort of meanders because it's been like the legend of the internet. So I think officially it's supposed to be from a president, but I won't even say which one I think it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I think it's fascinating though. Like that whole concept I actually believe in that uh, you spend, it's better to spend a little bit of time being sharpened and then being able to cut down your tree or attack your situation more effectively ultimately than it is that you're just sawing and sawing and sawing and sawing. I think that that's a really wise way to look at everything. And it's better to be more prepared and set yourself up to succeed and to win in um, with your daily life, with your anxiety, with your coping skills. And it just gives you the slight advantage, slight edge um, over people that aren't doing these things. I think that it's um, it's one of those little simple things. I also think even in our finances, it's like I could do a whole thing about our finances, but you know, we're living in this really weird time where people are buying things with money they don't have. And you know, we're it's like I was just at the grocery store the other day and a woman's card didn't work and she said, you know, I went on vacation and the fraud thing shut my card down. And I just like want to throw up for her, you know, and I believe her like that's happened to me before you travel. And then they are so kind to make sure that you are not stealing from yourself. <laughs> and you're like, you guys, I live here. Like, like, let's track me better. But anyway, whatever. Um, I'm just saying, but th- that moment when it's it just awkward that we're even in a time that you can buy things where you potentially are buying it with plastic instead of with money in the bank you're borrowing constantly it's just a weird time we live in and it's an unsafe feeling to live in a time like that where you just charge it and then all of a sudden you owe all this money and so i just i want to encourage you to do what it takes to get all that right and I love the stuff that Dave Ramsey says about um, Financial Peace University, how he talks about um, paying off your debt, how you do all that. I got I had a friend that got a job at a hardware store for a while in addition to his huge, amazing like financial uh, advising job, ironically. Um, and he was working to get his debt paid down and he did it. And it's like amazing. It's just I, I so admired it. And so I think that there's just always a way to get ourselves to eliminate anxiety. And some of that is facing off with issues that we allow to just hang over our head. And that's something I work constantly to do. I feel like a knot in my chest talking about it because it is so easy to let things go and it's not a remedy for anything. 
unless you're like trying to let someone off the hook or try to let something go, like forgive someone else's debt or forgive somebody or let something go in those terms. I'm talking about when we are supposed to face off with things that we need to deal with. That's something that produces a lot of anxiety where and the longer that you let it um, time lapse in between the situation and you resolving it, the bigger it gets, the weirder it gets, the more like, oh, toxic it gets. And so that's something I try to live by where I face off with stuff as it comes. And I'm not incredible at it, but I definitely live like that where I'm like, let's do the thing we don't want to do the most first. And I try to go straight to it. Like, let's have the meeting that we don't want to have first. Let's get the thing done that we don't want to do first. And then all of a sudden you're like, everything else is easy compared to that. And it really is true. And using most of my, that when I have the most energy or I'm the most fresh or uh, whatever, I'm the most buoyant, I try to hit those things that I want to do the least instead of when I'm exhausted, fatigued after doing a million other things. And then finally I'm there to conquer the phone call, the dreaded phone call you have to make or the conversation you have to have, or finally facing off with the insurance conversation or those horrible things that just like, you know, you call the cable company or AT&T or some of these things that feel like the worst things in the entire world when you have to do it. And really the best thing for you is to face off with it. And that's the thing that eliminates the anxiety is going straight at it and just saying, you're not, I'm not going down like this. You're not take you, you are not going to hang over my head. I'm going to have so much more peace as soon as I put this situation at rest. And so I think that's a whole nother way of dealing with your anxiety really in all of our areas of life and all of our tanks and all of our sections, you know, what I've talked about before, we are mind and soul, uh, body and spirit. We have, those are our three beings uh, of what makes us up, I believe. And we have all these different roles that we have that we have to fulfill. And then we have all these responsibilities in life that come with all of that. And the more that we are doing a great job with those things, the better we feel, the better we're doing, the better, the more resolved we feel. And it's so easy to just kind of check out and let all those things like mount up around us. It's like hoarding life issues. You know, you just keep hiding them and shoving them in a corner and hoping that somehow they'll go away or they'll take care of themselves. And they usually don't. They usually don't go away and they usually don't take care of themselves. We have to just constantly stay on top of them. But it definitely helps us to avoid anxiety by going straight for them instead of the like I always say, the the next thing that's in my way is my next to do. That thing that is in between myself and my goal, that's my next thing that I have to conquer, which obviously. But sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm shut down. They said no. I can't do that. I don't operate like that. I'm like, okay, if you say that this is the thing that is impossible, then my job is to figure out how that's possible. And so that helps me to just be like, game on, let's do this. Let's figure it out. That just helps. You just keep taking steps, keep taking ground. And really, it brings so much more peace tackling that to-do list, making the phone call, doing whatever it is that you're avoiding. And it helps you. It helps anxiety to subside for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited. I have more things to share 
As you can imagine, I appreciate you tuning in. I'll be back to talk later.